Uh, this is an interview with Los Angeles Chargers wide receiver Marcus Peterson. Uh, Marcus is a Division II product out of Seton Hill University. Uh, he's currently on the practice squad for the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Marcus is also heavily involved in fashion, and I, I believe it was this offseason was his first um, his first time kind of being a runway model and, and being a fashion model uh, really, really as, as a job in the offseason. So, so uh, you know, we, talk, we get into a little bit of that. He's a great kid, and this is a pretty cool episode where we touch on a lot of different topics, and, and he offers a lot of great insights. So I hope you guys enjoy it. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here are numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world, think about it. Yeah. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing this show. Yeah, we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Alright, so let's get into some some wide out play. Yeah. Uh so let's just talk about like let's start we'll start general and we'll get specific, I'm sure, as we go. But you know, what are like some of your what are some of the techniques that you feel like you've learned along the way that you know, kind of have really helped your game and that you lean on the most, um, you know, starting at the line of scrimmage and then, you know, anything kind of separation techniques during the route. Like, what are the things that you feel like are, are your strengths and your kind of go-to? To be honest with you, uh, I've been watching film like 24-7 probably the last four years straight, just nonstop, just film. Like, YouTube, yeah. YouTube is my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um and then just working out with these elite quarterbacks and elite receivers. Uh, it's just really watching others, like just mimicking what they do, patience. What I have learned from the league rather than, you know, college and overseas was in the league, everyone's super fast in technique. So you got it. You got everything is mental. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everyone's talented. So you have to be very mentally sound when it comes to depth time, mm. running out of your routes when it comes to slants running out of your routes on comebacks running out of your routes on outs i think the difference between college and nfl is like when you run an out you still got a dig coming out of that out route because he's right. throwing it towards the sideline so if you come out high or you come out like jogging you're not gonna get it so mm. being patient um I was uh, speaking with Casey Hayward, and he's like, you know, he's not a big guy at all, but he's just so smart and so patient. And I going against uh, Antonio Cromarty when we were working out in the summer, and I'm, I was a young guy, but I was running a curl route. And at seven yards, he already knew I was running a curl, so he just broke at seven. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about that. So it's just a, a, a film study, a mindset. Really, Everything is really instinct, too, honestly. Like, just kind of, like, reaction-wise. Like, if someone, like, throws a punch at you, you kind of move or jab it. You know, it's just off of instinct. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of it is instinct. Um, 
but my biggest thing is knowing who the DB is. Like, there's DBs that try to beat you to the spot. There's DBs that try to be physical. There's DBs that just try to be, like, in front of you who are not physical. So, right, and, he, and each one of them warrants a different plan at the line of scrimmage and a different plan of attack. Like, for some lunge, so you can't just go right away, so you got to back up or pause. When some try to beat you to the spot, that's perfect. You, you know, you do your technique and throw them by. Some try to be physical. Some sit at 10. Some squat at 8. It's just you really got to know who you're going against. You know? When do you feel like that clicked? Like, 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 obviously a lot of that understanding that stems from film study. Like, when did you feel like you, you know, you kind of you kind of understood the game deep enough to, to decipher all that? Uh, repetition. Like, literally all I – it's like now film is fun. Like, I watch right. every receiver. I watch every DB. Like, that's fun to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I look forward to – watching film like I steal a lot of stuff from Julio Doug Baldwin Odell like literally everybody you know what I'm saying when it comes to releases uh having fortunate enough to work with uh T.O. and Steve Smith from the Giants back in the day so just learning and just picking everybody's brain like I'm in Los Angeles everybody comes here to work out so picking up everybody picking everybody's brain honestly and just taking what they've shown me what they do and applying it into my game. What are some things that you've picked up on recently? Like, let's get a little bit more specific. Like, what are some things, like, you know, maybe the last year that, you know, something you've picked up on that you're kind of, like, you know, obsessed with adding to your game right now? Uh, when I was talking with Keenan Allen and Travis Benjamin, Travis Benjamin is speed guy. Keenan Allen is just technician. Mm-hmm. What I've picked up the most is patience. Like, patience, patience, patience. Because you know how, like, it used to be a thing where I'd run a slant on press, correct? I'd go mm-hmm. home, you know, jab outside. And then as soon as he turns his hip, I want to go in. And then right. I'd be getting like three yards, two yards. And he just put his hand there. But now understanding, going into him, taking him all the way, taking him outside, but getting that extra one or two steps, turning him make right. a little more dense swing by, you know? Because now you have right. step slants, you have five step slants. So just being patient, like... On the line, off the line. Uh, and then, you know, when in practice, you run the same routes that they kind of know what you're doing. But just patience, honestly, being mental, uh, mm-hmm. catching the ball at the last second. Because that, that yeah. league, you can, like, kind of mess up, but you got to catch the ball and you got to run the right route. Because they can teach you technique, but you got to catch the ball and run the right route. That's Yeah, yeah. What, what have you done? You know, what, I guess, you know, in my mind, I, I, I couldn't agree more with you with, with the patience and something I preach. You know, I coach, I coach everyone from, you know, eighth graders up through NFL guys. So especially like the younger guys I work with, high school kids, like trying to pound patience into their head as, as route runners is something that I'm doing every day. What, what do you do in like your practice routine to help work on patience, like to me, I've always found the best way is just to run routes, like run routes on air. And yeah, you gotta, you gotta do. I mean, but learning running routes on air, that's perfect. But that's different when you got, you know, what I'm saying Patrick Peterson running around. So that that mm-hmm. bang eight you running on air, that's fine. But when he's a cover two bang eight, you know, so everything mm-hmm. different when someone's in front of you. But repetition. uh like, for me, I'm very, like, competitive in my own head. Like, you know how Russell Westbrook, he talks to himself a lot? Like, right. like that. So, like, me, if I run, I do routes or something like that, and then I get beat or, um, you know, I don't win the route, 
then I gotta go again, like right then. I just like I don't care what's going on. I gotta win. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. And then that gives me that confidence. So I think with patience and mental, like repetition and confidence, like you just gotta know I'm about to do this and it works. It's just repetition builds. Confidence. Yeah. It's dope. It's dope that you keep going back to repetition because it's like you know with the silent hustle thing, like and just just making myself an available resource. I get so many young kids just asking me questions, and I try to get back to every single person and, and there's so many young kids that I feel like are looking for like some magic drill or some secret answer it's like coach how do I improve my comeback and it's like all right well let's make sure the footwork is right like once you understand the break point like it's just repetition like there's no secret way around this there's no magic drill like you got to run a million routes and it needs to become second nature you got to run a million routes like the only thing you're going to get better is repetition but even like you said like you can run a million comebacks but if they're a million of them are wrong, then it's gonna be right. That's not helping you. You gotta, you gotta first understand the footwork. Yeah. Understand, you know, understand how to efficiently get in and out of your break. And people teach it different ways, but you know, yeah. stick to a way you believe in and master it. Um, and, and then from there, it's just it's now, now it's putting the whole package together. Like something I, I like, I, I do a lot with my players is kind of make them visualize. Like it's routes on air, but it's like, all right, hey, it's a cover two corner. I want yeah. you to win inside and do this and give them a picture in their head and make them think in pictures so that they're still getting mental reps and they're going through the motion, you know, of and, and building plans. Like to me, I think what you got to do is just build, continue to build plans against different looks, how you would attack this, you know, based on how he's aligned. Yes. Um, for me, like my biggest thing is I think my benefit is being a route runner. So I was blessed enough to be in Wizard Hunt's, um, Team coach Wiz's uh, offense, so where you have to run a lot of routes. Like even with the Patriots or Atlanta, they run like you got to run every route in the book. So yeah, really like like you said, repetition and depth. Like you got you can't run like a three yard hitch, or eight yard curl. Right. Really got So how do you do you do you run routes off steps or do you do you just go specifically by depth? No, I'm a uh, I'm a depth guy. I've, everybody can steps, but I'm a depth guy. Like interesting steps is fine, but like a, a five five guy in the Six five guys different, but me yeah, I'm a, yeah. like before I get to line I see, you know it's a five yard line, ten yard line, but I need to go twelve, so I don't okay. do steps. I go past the line twelve okay. yards. I mean when you do it so much, you already you can do it with your eyes closed, you know. Right, right, right. But uh, like on bang eights, I do steps, but when it right. comes to dig, plants, I just I just know it. I don't really count steps because when you count steps, you think it's too much. And when you're thinking right. one two. Then you got to think about that. You got to think about reacting to that linebacker if he has flats or reacting to that corner or the safety. Mm -hmm. It's like too much. You want to eliminate as much thinking as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting. I've always, I, I like steps. I Like I feel I'm a little bit in between both of what, like the steps and what you're saying. Like I, I like steps as a way to introduce yeah. Okay, here's how here's how you run a curl. It's a tight break on your third inside step. Mm -hmm. um, just to introduce like the framework. But then I agree, it's got to become muscle memory to where like I don't ever want you thinking about your steps during the game. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's like but it's like let's build the framework around that. And then you know, like you said, a, a five seven receiver might have to go fourth inside, whereas a six five guy only has to go third. Like yeah, like you know, you got to kind of adjust it to you. But I've always used it as kind of a framework to build around. But it's an interesting point that you're saying like. Like, it's not something you should be thinking about. Like, your mind needs to be on what your plan is, what the defense is in front of you, you know, what any adjustments your offense has to make. Like, those are the important things come game time. Yeah, and the quarterback will tell you, of course, like, because you got to be one accord. So, like, I was uh, this offseason working with, like, Matt Ryan, and it's like, you know, so Lee, you're going to be running, like, 
20 yard digs. There's no such thing as like 12 yards. And, yeah. Right. So, you know, it's the fifth outside step. So you can count that fifth outside step, but yeah. you, know, you got to get 20 yards. Mm-hmm. So if that, whatever is best for you, like, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think, I think it's interesting. I mean, I think, I think it's interesting in the end, like you said, it all becomes like rhythmic. It all feels the same once you've done it so many times, like, you yeah. know what a 20 yard dig feels like. Exactly. Yeah, that's dope. Doing it a lot, watching film. And plus like when you say like a lot of guys reach out to you, same here. It's like, but you gotta, that's dope. you really gotta like sell your soul to it. You know what I'm saying? Like really, if you're going to play football, you got to live it. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. It's it's the only way. It's the only way. And that that's just to give yourself a chance. That's not even guaranteeing anything. Even if you do tr- treat football that way, you're, you're not guaranteeing anything. That's just to give you a chance. Yeah. My biggest motto is, like, you don't get your 20s back. You know what I'm saying? You only live one. Mm. You might as well. You're going to have to – you're going to have to sell yourself, your soul to something regardless. You know what I'm saying? Either – if you're in corporate, if you're a firefighter, whatever you do, so you might as well, while you're youthful and have the opportunity, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a that's a great perspective to have. Talk to me about some drills that you love. Like, what are some your everyday drills, or or you know maybe your favorite ball drills, favorite cone drills? Like, what, what's your on the football drills? Uh, cone drills, I do a lot. Like the X. Um, extra so it's like going around the cone like a curl or comeback um stick you know like going to cone sticking um east and west but going north and south if that makes sense uh shoulders over toes that's the biggest thing that a lot of guys probably or it's a small drill but it's like you got it like when you're doing a whip so you don't slip it's because like your shoulders over your toes come back shoulders over your toes curl shoulders over your toes breaking down in the basic in a slot shoulders over toes so it's like every five yards you know it's like after your workout just really double tapping the shoulders over toes you know just repetitive of just understanding shoulders need to be over your toes um releases that's the biggest thing getting off the ball you see guys like julio and uh calvin uh ridley like and deshaun jackson and chad johnson they when they come out the ball, especially in off press, like it's like they're running the forty yard dash. It's like their heads down. They know what yeah. route, but it's like you gotta go full because you gotta sell it. Because if you're sitting at eight, you gotta make a turn in this hip. So really, like running a hundred yard dash. Yeah. If you're by yourself, what kind of drills would you do to work on the press releases? A cone, or like yeah, putting a cone. So if I'm I'm standing at on the numbers, putting a cone inside. So jabbing inside up, jab. So I can go outside because if, if you fight inside all the way and he follows you and you stick with your left, you know what I'm saying, and go outside, uh, staying on the red line, stacking the mm-hmm. defender. So, you know, if he presses hard, dipping your shoulder, getting wide, but then getting right back on top. Um, five yard burst coming off the line, five mm-hmm. yard on top, like uh, figure eights, even in three. Do you have like a certain amount of catches you you try to get in every day, or or do you have any? any yeah. So what my training now, what we do like we we do ball drills um, during the drills. Of course, like sideline drills or like releases, but catching it um, in the end zone, red zone, or just um, when he's standing behind me and he's like when he 
ball, you got to look up and catch it over your shoulder. Because, like, when you run those go routes, those corners, yeah, it's going to be over the shoulder. Um, but even after, like, the resistance band, their ankles to kind of, like, stretch those little resistance bands, I kind of up my wrist and then have to catch it as if I'm, like, one arm is getting held. Uh, I hold two tennis balls, so you got to catch with, like, your fingertips, you know. So, like, the tennis balls on my palms, of course. So you got to keep the ball with your fingertips. Um, so, yeah, a lot of that is, like, after the drill. If you could, you know, tell a younger Marcus Peterson or just give a young kid some advice, you know, what what would it be based on your experiences? <sighs> um, looking back from now until 2016 when I finished undergrad, um, my patience level was at an all-time low. Like, even with the generation now, we want everything now. But looking back, now I understand how exactly everything happened the way it did. Because now it's bigger than me. So now, like, a lot of the exposure and opportunities that I have now with a more international market now, because I lived over also an inspirational market that I have now, it's like, I understand it wasn't just my journey. My story was not just for me. It's to incline and to help grow other people. I get like maybe like 20 messages a day from people all over the world, not even pertaining to athletics, you know, nine to five single mothers or people from other countries. Everyone about, because it's not just football. It was more of the understanding my plan A, my why staying persistent, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, even my apparel business, it just, it everyone in every industry. So I understand why it didn't work out the way I wanted to right after college, you know? Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's, it, it's cool, bro, to hear the perspective that you have because that's going to set you up for success. And I think, you know, it's something that, like, bothers me as a coach when you look at all this NFL draft stuff and like that mindset that perspective is what separates so many players like and you just can't measure it like like a, a player's ability to come into work every day you know feeling grateful or feeling hungry and, and putting the work in the same every day like that has nothing to do with you know your pro day or your combine and that's why so many guys miss on on these prospects is because there's guys like you who overlook that just have you know that are talented enough and have the right mindset and make it work over time yeah, I mean, that's kind of how life was ordained to be. Like, it drives you more. If everything was handed to us, then we wouldn't be as grateful and work as hard. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, look where pushes you more. Like, nah, dang, I'm getting looked over now. I got to take it an extra mile. Prepare mm-hmm. more and longer lasting because the traits that I've learned in my football journey, when football is over, I will take that you know, compete that into my after football life or the off the field endeavors that I have now. So every all all this built of character is way bigger than sport of football. It's you know, it's character of a man, it's character of like I said, after football. So I I wouldn't change anything in my journey, honestly looking back now. But uh it just kinda like you said, once you get a no, um it builds either breaks you down or, you know, you fight harder. Mm-hmm. And you know that as a coach, like, so many different um, 
because they're seniors every year, you know what I'm saying? So, coach right. different personalities and different mindsets. Because I know a lot of guys who were really good in college or school, whatever, but it didn't happen the way they wanted to, so they gave up. And now, boom, they're living with regret. And that's one thing, yeah. like 40, 45, my biggest thing is not looking back like, dang, I knew I should have did that. Or if I would have just taken that time. Because you can make money comes and goes, blah, blah, blah. But time does not come and go. Exhausting every minute that I have, you know, at this time now to, when I look back, it's like, you know, I did everything I did. Like, look at Kobe. Like, it's not, he don't need to come back to NBA. He's done everything he could when he had the time and the chance. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like a mindset thing, honestly. Just learning from others and knowing who I am and, and what I bring to the table, my values and how I look at life. And once you start there inside, mental, then football, basketball, whatever you want to do will help you to that next level. That's well said, man. That's awesome to hear that perspective. Um, We'll be in touch, man. Appreciate all the love you're always showing on Instagram. And, you know, we'll definitely be talking, but let's do this again soon. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, bro. No doubt. Appreciate you. All right. And that's it. That's all we've got for this episode of the Sideline Hustle podcast. I want to thank Marcus Peterson again for coming on and joining us today. Uh, Like I mentioned in the beginning, just a great kid, super focused and driven um, and and just really trying to make the most out of his opportunity. Um, Still on the team with the Chargers, still signed as an undrafted free agent, uh, still there for OTAs and everything like that. And now he's just trying to become, you know, a little bit better every day and and, and make plays when the balls thrown to him so he can hopefully earn a roster spot, uh, you know, sometime soon. Um, but, you know, that, that that's it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the interview with, with Marcus Peterson. Um, like I mentioned in the season three intro episode, we're going to try and come out with an episode every single week now that I've got some production help and we're kind of rolling more on the business end. So make sure you guys are, are staying tuned and you're subscribed to the podcast. If you're not right now, please hit the subscribe button. We'll be putting out more consistent content. I want to make sure you guys are on top of it. As always, you can find us on the daily on Instagram and Twitter at Sideline Hustle. Also, our YouTube channel is growing by the day where you'll see a lot of our long form content. Uh, I'm breaking down wide receivers, wide receiver film rooms, you know, kind of doing some consulting work for Mohamed Sanu, Devontae Adams, Taylor Gabriel. So breaking down a lot of their film and, and sharing that with you guys in the public. Also, NFL training sessions are 20-minute uh, vlog episodes that kind of take you inside my workouts with NFL players and break down the technique um, and, and some of the things that, that we work on during those sessions if you guys are interested in that. But as always, I appreciate you guys for listening. We would be nothing without our fans and listeners and, and all the players and coaches that support us. Um, appreciate you guys. Much love to everyone. And I will see you guys soon. Peace. Hold up, brother, let me get this thing straight. Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape. I just went and put another beat inside a pine box. I just went and took another trip way out to Biscay. I love Miami because they always treat me so well. They used to see me nowhere. I used to pull them by saying I run for the team. Now they running their hands through my head. Yeah, they used to never want to see my town. I-, I-, I got them coming to the east side now. Where they at? In the city where I reside now. When they move a little weight, let the D line. Now, running track or running back. Gotta keep it moving, never running back. Never. We running the game and they running laps. That's another story for another track. See, from the sidelines, we gotta hustle, cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Yeah. Reach. Yeah. Stop.